How long is Death Stranding? 50 plus, easy. Yeah. 50 hours? She's long. She's real long. Feels like 20. Welcome to the Well Played DLC podcast, Australia's juiciest podcast. We're back again with a, another threesome. Uh, I'm Zach Jackson, joined by Kieran Babruch. Hello. And Adam Ryan. Hello. No mister this week. Yeah, demoted. That's okay though. I can, I can live with it. Jordan uh, Garcia was meant to be here, but he is um, he's asleep. Decided uh, to move again. He thought, you know what, moving back. I've moved all my shit to this um, new house, going to move on back. But we have a <clears throat> very exciting episode this week, so let's get straight into it. How are we all? Yeah, not bad. Yeah. Doing all right. Doing all right. Doing all right for, a, a, what, 10, 15 on a, on a Tuesday night? Yeah, we love, we love to to stay awake and, and look at each other in the eyes longingly. So that's totally. what we're doing. Damn Until right. Until we see each other's vinegar strokes. How have you been, Zach? Um, tired. I'm, a, I'm just tired all the time at the moment. Dead inside. Wow. Um, but I'm all right. Yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, you know, work is, is uh, tough at the moment. Doing stock take. Love that. Shout outs. Um, but no, apart from that, I'm, I'm all right. Got some cool things to talk about, so fuck yeah! Let's uh, yeah, let's get straight into it. But before we do, uh, last week we spoke about Golden Gate Time Cocoa Pops. Who managed to pick up a box? I did. I went and got myself a box. Straight I still haven't. I, I have not yet. Okay, Adam, have you tried them? I have. I had a nice big bowl for for breakfast the other morning. Yeah, I tried them. Yes. Day, yesterday yeah what do you think i'm a fan i dig it okay i i'm not like huge on cocoa pops to begin with like i'll mm. have them if they're if they're presented to me but i won't go out of my way um i think i prefer them over the the original oh i think you there's that hot take wow i'm on fire over here yeah no that's uh that's a so hard cle- class. clearly but you mate, don't agree they were okay i didn't finish my bowl and I don't normally have a big bowl of cereal. I normally have a small bowl because I'm a small man, large child, whatever you want to call it. But um, wow, so okay, just yeah, the golden, just golden a, okay time. Just a bit, they're okay. So realistically, what we're saying, Kieran, is that next week you need to have finished a, at least one bowl to uh, to pick a side here, mate. Yeah, you need to be the um, right. the circuit breaker. I'll swap my um, I'll swap my morning bowl of hash browns for. <laughs> Isn't a bowl of Golden Gate Time Cocoa Pops. Do you just have hash browns all the time? Yeah, that's right. That's, where do you think the name came from? Uh, from you smoking a doobie <laughs> and painting something brown. Not a bad guess. Yeah. It could I'll have pay been that. Worse. It could have been worse coming from Zach. Could have been. Hey, uh, yeah, anyway, but yeah, so Golden Gate Time Cocoa Pops, yeah, bit avo. Bit average if you ask me. All right. So that's, uh, 
that's the serial cast. Let's uh, let's get into video games. Who's been playing anything? Because I can tell you, I have played fuck all, apart from one thing which I'll talk about soon. Love that. Uh, I'm in a very similar boat. I haven't played much. I've still been smashing through Outriders, um, playing through the the expeditions, the the end game content. Uh, and getting my ass absolutely handed to me because I'm trying to climb up through world tiers, meaning I can't bitch out and drop the difficulty down. Uh, so, yeah, having a wonderful old time, just dying repeatedly. But, yeah, still good. Last one. Kieran, how about you? Um, Nothing that isn't for uh, coverage, actually, at the moment. I honestly have not even had time for that to begin with. Um, so, yeah. Flat out. Although, like... Hey. Maybe not a video game. I did play some uh, some pub trivia last night at, at Fortress. Oh, yeah? How was that? It was a good time. We came second. Nice. Um, thanks to my uh, encyclopedic knowledge of Ape Escape and Final Fantasy. So um, Deep down, you knew that that info would come in handy one day. Absolutely. So, yeah, that was all right. But, um, yeah, other than that, everything's been for preview or review purposes for the most part. Did they ask any questions about the order? Uh, they did not. I think they've I got think, a specific order night, don't they? Just I don't for think there's enough, order trivia. I don't think there's enough in that game to fill a question, let alone an entire night. Oof. Hmm. Okay. That, <laughs> um, side note, I don't know if you saw, but I'm uh, having a bit of a drink of my favorite childhood beverage. Uh, no, I'm not seeing what you're drinking. It's the old Smirnoff Double Ice and Guarana. Oh, wow. Shit's... Uh... I got water this week because I got nothing else left. Nice. Um, yeah, she's. Uh, I was hoping to have maybe like a cheeky glass of wine or something, but I drank it all. Fresh out, mate. Sad. That's it. That's it. All right, so let's talk coverage. What do we have in the docker? We do a bit. Uh, right, I'll kick things off first. Um, so I was able to watch an hour of preview footage for Resident Evil Village. Now, this was a hands-off preview, so I didn't actually get to play the game. However, uh, with the timed demos that are coming out, I did manage to play the first timed demo, which was is basically... So the preview footage is split into basically two half an hour. It's kind of like um, the demo demos look like they are. Um, so yeah, the first half of the preview footage was... In the village, and then the second half of the preview footage was in the castle. And obviously, the first time demo is t- uh, takes place in the village. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was pretty much, I would say, probably seventy five percent the same uh, as what, yeah, what we we got in the demo. So I didn't really see anything sort of new. Um, did any, anyone else check out the demo? No, I um I downloaded it in like three different time zones and forgot each time. <laughs> Yeah, I, I downloaded it and had the best intentions and then the time that it was up just didn't didn't work for me, so I wasn't able to, to get on it either. Yeah, I definitely would not have got up to play on the Australian time, but I managed to play it on the Sunday afternoon uh, through my US account, so lucky. Because I actually didn't even think about that. It wasn't until uh, Shannon from Cresta, shout out, uh, showed me that he was playing it. And I was like, of course, why didn't I think about that? Mm. So, yeah, I played that. I'll talk about the footage first. I've got a preview up on the website. It is uh, there for you to see with one of the, the better taglines that I've written. So I'm quite proud of that one. I might have to print it off and get it framed. Worth it. Worth it. Uh, I might share that a bit later if you 
Lucky. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so the preview sort of starts off uh, with Ethan sort of waking up in uh, like a like a room, and obviously something's gone down because there's a couple of dead soldiers um, on the ground, and you know, there's snow and stuff everywhere, and there's this phone ringing, and you know, Ethan picks up the phone, and it's uh, one of the the soldiers on the other end and he's like you know about time that you picked up what's the status and he and Ethan's just like uh what's going on here where's Chris Redfield kind of thing and then the phone sort of cuts out and from there you kind of go into you explore these like the like the outskirts of the of the castle uh sorry of the village um yeah and there's all these like old buildings and there's buildings like with like blood all on the floor, so you can sort of see that something's definitely, um, you know, something's not right wherever Ethan is, which is in some remote Eastern European village. The cool thing about the the start of it, um, even though it's sort of out in the open, it does kind of have that sort of slow survival horror feel to it, and that, which is largely thanks to the, I'd say, the sound design, which is purely just like you can just hear like the crunching of snow the wings going off its head. Um, and then when you're in this sort of sort of building, like everything's sort of quiet and each sort of footsteps there's creaks and stuff and like there's no like over the top sort of soundtrack. It's it's more just like environmental and like ambient sort of sounds. And then there's this huge sort of crash like above and it just yeah, like it's all super cool and it, it feels I wrote in the preview that it feels it gives off this like Blair Witch kind of vibe. So like, you know, at, at like one point in the early footage I was just expecting uh, Ethan to go into some room and there'd be some some crazy person just in the corner talking to themselves and then someone jumps out and eats my face off but that didn't happen so then uh, Ethan gets to the to the actual outskirts of the castle and there's a bell ringing and yeah from there it goes into um, the village which is pretty much where the demo starts off and you start talking to a character who I've completely forgotten her name but the little the little old witch lady um yeah so that's the demo but then so the the previous sort of shows off a a bit more um combat as well uh and these like you know so we've got the lichens in this one and they sort of like the hunting packs and they're sort of fast movers and it's hard to explain without sort of seeing me do like my action but they kind of when they're sort of standing they sort of like move to the side a bit like all very quickly so you kind of can't go to shoot them pretty pretty quickly and they deal you know a fair amount of damage and they can wield weapons and stuff uh there's a part in the preview which involves some huge motherfucking lichen boss dude of some sorts and uh, he you know you like you're surrounded by all these lichens and this big dude's like you know he's gonna he's about to crush you but then like the bell goes off again and they all kind of scurry away and I wrote in, in the preview that it definitely gave off like very heavy RE4 vibes because Kieran, you played RE4, yeah? Okay. Uh, but yeah, there's, part, it's a place, there's a, a bit at the start where you first go into the village and then you fight all the villagers and then eventually like the bell goes off and they all sort of scurry away. Um, yeah, so this game, even before I sort of played it, just from what we've seen... Oh, sorry, no, yeah. Um, it looked like it was going to be fairly influenced by RE4, and that's definitely after playing it and seeing it, it definitely feels like it's got a lot of that that same DNA. 
Uh, I'll quickly skim, go through the rest of it because we'll talk more about it when the review comes out. Uh, but the atmosphere of like the village and the way that the village is designed is awesome. Um, it, like the village itself feels like feels open, but still also quite closed in. So like you feel like you can sort of run away, but there's always sort of creatures there, and you sort of you're still barric- uh, you know you're still sort of trapped in this sort of small section, even though you know you can sort of yeah go in through different areas. Uh, the puzzles and that are all there. They're all still pretty whack. So you've got like your abstract keys and your crazy statues that do different things. The only thing I didn't quite like, um, and I didn't actually mention this in the preview, yeah, is they still really haven't revealed. And I mean, they they might during the game. So you know, it's still juries out here, but they haven't really shown off who Ethan Winters is. It doesn't sound like they're gonna flesh his character out a little, little bit more because in RE Seven he was he was just more of a name than. Than anything like, and we still haven't seen his face, so we still don't really know what he kind of looks like. And the other thing is, his voice acting is kind of um, at times. Uh, I mean, these the RE games have always had pretty cheesy and corny like writing and uh, dialogue, and even the stories have been you know, pretty nonsensical half the time. So it's not too surprising. But it does feel like the story and the writing is getting better. But there are the odd moment where um, Ethan sort of says something, and it's just kind of it just feels super super cringe. But that's all right, you know, they're the sort of chinks in the armor that you take with uh, Ari. Uh, yeah, and then, so then the second half of the footage goes into the castle and uh, big old lady, Dimitrescu, and her daughters. Um, now, she, from what we can tell, she is going to hunt you and stalk you, kind of like Mr. X did, um, which I hope has been toned down a little bit or at least um, not as relentlessly. Like, it still seems like it's going to be relentless, but maybe... Um, you know, there's a, it's a bit not as relentless, but the cool thing, um, about that, that'll give you a few extra seconds to sort of get away is because she's such a big unit, she doesn't actually fit in the doorways. So she has to like bend down and sort of squeeze through them. So, you know, that'll give you like a few extra seconds to hide. Um, castle looks like, uh, like kind of old school sort of Resident Evil gameplay with those, uh, like, like in the mansion where there's like, you know, you got the, the hallways, you know, you never know sort of what's around the corner, what's behind, you know, doors. So that that feels like it's going to be bit, be maybe that sort of older style of horror. Uh, we got to see the Duke, who's the merchant. I can't tell you much about what he's selling. In fact, I can't tell you anything about what he's selling. But he will, uh, you'll be able to get, you know, weapons and ammo, upgrade weapons, health items, and then he'll buy stuff off you, which is what I sort of can't. Uh, explain um yeah there's crafting so you can sort of craft on the go uh, with like ammo and health items one of the cool characters that we, that we i also saw was heisenberg who's the brother of lady dimitrescu he's the leader of the lichens he looks like he's going to be a pretty cool um character i'm not too sure where yeah his design is really cool he just yeah like and he just looks cool I read another preview, someone and they, they referred to him as like Magneto, and I didn't even think about that. But he does have this sort of like magical, like magnetic powers, and yeah, in in the preview, he kind of he finds you and sort of traps you in this like steel cage thing, and yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, like I saw about hundred, uh, sorry, like about 80, 70 minutes of the of the game. I'm pretty sure that the castle demo will. Be 
pretty much the second half of uh, the preview, so which is available next weekend, I think, or early Monday uh, coming. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm definitely keen for it. Like I, it's probably my, my most anticipated game before I played it and saw this, and it's definitely, um, definitely my most anticipated game of the year. Now, uh, you know, as you both know, I'm huge into uh, like vampires and lichens and werewolves, so that's you know that's already got me going. But as someone who wasn't big on the change to first person with RE7, I'm slowly coming around. So hopefully this will win me over. Huge. What a shift. Uh, oh, massive. Uh, I don't know if you got any questions you want to ask. I've sort of skimmed, skimmed a little bit. Um, um, no. I, I suppose the main question I have with the castle side of things, mm-hmm. do you see any other enemies crop up or is it just the... No, so it is so from what I've seen in the preview, it's pretty much just the daughters uh, yeah. who turn into like a swarm of, of insects mm-hmm. uh, and they will sort of like... Not teleport, but like kind of like rush you, but as this swarm and like appear. Yeah. Um, and Lady Oldmate herself, I think from footage, like trailers and stuff we've seen, it looks like, and based on uh, the Maiden demo, which is, we saw you like in the cellars or, you know, the whatever, like the, you know, the basements and stuff of the castle, um, there might be some other sort of enemies there, but I don't, yeah, I'm not sure exactly. I mean, I'm gonna say yes. There's got to be more. Than yeah. Just the, yeah, they just, look like in the. the yeah. There were like old old hags or something. Yeah, yeah. So in, I the, think in the basement. And that, yeah, that looked like it was from the basement. So. Cool. It definitely looks like there's gonna be a fair whack of enemy variety in this, especially mm. compared to something like RE7, which you had kind of the the mold monsters and then the Baker yeah. family, and that's pretty much your your lot. So it'll um, be good to have more things to get killed by and kill. So it's interesting that the demo actually, when I was watching it, I was like, well, this is spoiler. I'm not going to talk about this. Uh, and I didn't. There's, there are previews out there that, that do just tell you sort of what happens in certain parts. Um, it, it does feel like that there, and someone commented on Twitter in that post of it. I think it might have been Sharon, the old uh, No Bull, I think, or what it is, No, no, no Bull Gaming. Big shout outs. Um, he said that they've shown, like, he's surprised that they've shown quite a bit. And I did think that as well. Um, they have sort of given a lot away. Not a lot, a lot away, because obviously we haven't played the full game. But it does feel like they're, you know, they're not being super tight on sort of story details. Yeah, it feels like they're purposefully showing a lot, but then it's going to maybe transpire that in the grand scheme of things, they haven't given a whole bunch away. Mm. Like, there's going to be one big twist or you know, a, a big seismic shift that kind of makes you forget about all of the little things that were shown off. Like Chris, obviously being looking like he's going to be the, the antagonist or an antagonist. So mm. we'll have to see what he does there, but yeah, it definitely feels like they're purposefully showing a whole bunch to, to lure you, lure you into a, like a, a false sense of security. Like, you know, what's going to happen and then maybe yeah. they'll take a, a left turn somewhere. It's, it's also the, and I kind of I kind of closed my eyes when these were on the screen a bit, but the the preview footage showed probably maybe two or three puzzle solutions. Oh, no, you don't want that. Maybe even four. There was quite a few, and I was like, "Do I want to know this, or do I want to like solve it when I'm there?" Trying to trying to look uh, away while taking um, it in. Because there was one part of the demo, and like I was like, "I know what to do here because I've seen it mm. being played." So I kind of I mean that saved me, you know couple of minutes trying to solve it 
because uh, you, you only got the 30 minutes to play it. But Yeah, right. But yeah, but just on what you sort of said, like, yeah, I'm definitely keen. I'm keen to see how it all ties together because there's obviously, yeah, there's a reason why Chris is now, you know, bad. And uh, so if you don't know what the story is, basically Ethan's daughter, Rose, has been kidnapped and been taken to this village. So that's why Ethan's here. Um, so, yeah, but the full game will explain that and we'll we'll, we'll talk about it in uh, in more depth then. Uh, May 7th is it that is when that comes out, so um, very excited. Can't Who's wait. checking it out? Yeah, one. 100%. Yeah, I will be. Nice, nice. Okay, uh, Kieran, you've got a couple of things for us. I do have a couple of things. Talk to us. What do you got? Uh, what have I got going up this week? Uh, I guess probably the the biggest one will be my final review of Near Replicant version 1.2, etc., etc., etc. Um, I didn't write down the name this time, so I can't read it out, unfortunately. Um, I am still in the process of writing that review at this stage, but it will be a fairly positive one. Um... Everything that I sort of spoke to in the, the previous stages still stands. It's, you know, a very nice looking, very nice playing update to what was originally an awkward looking and awkward playing game. Um, but now that I've finished the prerequisite handful of playthroughs of the same game to get different sort of variations on the ending um, and discovered a bunch of new exciting stuff in this version of the game that i can't talk about um i'm yeah i'm super super happy with it and uh nice can you give us sorry excuse me can you give us an idea of what sort of score i'm thinking eight so we're going uh, seven uh, no i'm like eight and a half okay Uh, maybe even approaching a, a nine it's a hard one because um there are definitely a lot of things that a lot of people won't like about the game um, or, you know, didn't like about the game originally that still stand. Um, but I thoroughly enjoyed it originally and I still enjoy it now. So it's kind of like a, I guess, like a personal high score for me, but, um, you know, adding a, an actual decent update on top of that. Um, but it's it's like, it's definitely not going to change the minds of anyone who didn't like it originally. So it's... um. It's a tough one to score, uh, but it's yeah, it's going to be up there. Nice. Uh, you also were. I'm looking at the dates. Here. Yeah, so yeah, you also lucky enough to have a chat with uh, developers from Deck Nine about mm. like, the strange true colors. Yeah, so I um I got the chance to have a like a relatively brief, you know, less than ten minute chat with um uh Felice Kwan from deck nine who was the lead writer uh for life is strange true colors um and also erica mori who plays the main character alex chen um i uh i used my my time as effectively as i could to kind of pry a little bit of information out of them about uh alex as a character um and what it's what it was like kind of writing this this character just for for context like in in true colors basically alex has a power where she can see how people are feeling and perceive how they're feeling and even affect how they're feeling. Um, so it's kind of like a power of empathy. Um, and that was kind of something I wanted to, to talk to them about, especially in the context of storytelling, because, you know, you don't often get 
the opportunity to show viewers a, like a, an empathetic viewpoint of characters. You know, usually you have to do a a Marvel or a DC and give them five fucking origin films for people to understand why the character is the way that they are. Um, so yeah, I, I had I had a good chat with them about that, um, and. Uh, I had a good talk to uh, Erica about the the performance capture side of things because um, it's also the first time they're using full performance capture. So they've got, you know, uh, body, face, and voice all going at once. Um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 not much to say without just you know repeating the whole thing verbatim because it wasn't it wasn't overly long. But I will have the uh, the article up by the time this goes out. So my question to you then, mm. what is the one thing that you learned that has made you, or, or sorry, or what did you learn that has made you most excited for the game? Ooh, that's, uh, I'm already very excited for the game. That's hard. I don't think there was anything that, um, or like, or was there like a, like a little bit of detail that you were like, oh, I can't wait to check that out or. Like, what was your favorite bit of information that you gleaned? Actually, from I that guess, yeah. Um, probably the, I guess the thing I sort of, uh, in, like, enjoyed out of that chat was um, was talking to Felice about about music because obviously that's always been a very big part of the Life is Strange series. Um, they've always used music to kind of, you know, set the tone and add a lot of, uh, you know, drama and emotion to scenes, and I, I kind of. Uh, you know, wondered if that was the same here. Um, but they're actually using it a little bit more in a storytelling sense as well because uh, Alex, being that she's constantly in a state of seeing people's emotions and, and trying to, you know, pass that with having regular conversations, she actually uses music as a as a way to communicate safely um, and, and sort of get her thoughts out uh, in a way that isn't, filling her brain with nonsense like her powers usually are um so i thought that was cool and she has a an artist named mxm tune providing the the singing voice for the character and stuff so there'll be i assume quite a bit of that um so that was cool seeing you know how they're sort of taking classic life is strange you know elements that you expect and actually using them to mm. help tell the story nice cool so yeah so your uh, your <laughs> interview will be live yeah yeah yeah, cool. So you go check that out on the website. You got one more thing for us. One more thing. One more little uh, little tidbit of a, a preview that I got to check out of another JRPG with a ridiculously long title. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne HD Remaster, um, which is a HD remaster of Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne. Uh from the originally on the PlayStation 2, it's coming to the PS4, Switch, and PC. Um, this is the, I guess the the first 3D entry in the series that birthed the Persona franchise. Um, so Persona is a spin-off of the Shin Megami Tensei series. Um, I actually never played any of these games originally, um, even though I've you know long been a, a fan of quirky, weird as fuck JRPGs. I kind of like slept on this and. You know, with the hindsight of having really enjoyed the later Persona games, I was really keen to go and check this out. Um, and it's it's pretty much what I expected. You know, it's it's a a simpler, more PlayStation Two era precursor to the Persona games. Um, 
So it's very you know old school JRPG turn-based battles, but all the stuff you expect from Persona, like tons of dialogue and weird demons that you can befriend and use in battle. And uh, it's a pretty, I guess, dark story from the outset. So my preview was about three hours worth of the game. Um, and you, you get about five minutes into that where it's introduced your your silent protagonist and the, the other main characters, and then the world ends, basically. Uh, and Tokyo gets transformed into this spherical city called the vortex world and there's demons everywhere and you get turned into a a semi-demon uh and it just gets weird and bonkers from there in in very kind of shimagame uh persona fashion so yeah it's very um it's very obviously an old game it came out in 2003 originally so it's even though it's in hd now the environments and and stuff are very kind of sparse and and low detail um and I don't really think they've done much besides just upraising it to HD. They have added a full English voice track, which is cool. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm keen to check out more of it. It's very in my wheelhouse, I guess. Nice. Uh, when does the game come out? Uh, the game's not out until the 25th of May. So okay, cool. Um, still a while, but yeah. Small taste has me excited, I think. Cool. Uh, I got one more, uh, one more for you. I was lucky enough to over the weekend uh, watch the Mortal Kombat film. Ooh, you lucky Ooh. bastard! Yes, uh, myself and Ash Whaling were both uh, sent uh, screen links of it, which I didn't even know was a thing. But you know, I guess it makes sense given that you know a lot of the theaters are being shut for for COVID. So um, yeah, you know that that was a a new experience and it's good the film the film is good uh, i was quite surprised i uh myself and ash have we've just recorded the the first ever uh well-played vhs cast which is gonna be our video talking cast podcast whatever love, love, love um, catchy name <laughs> um yeah so that, that that's a full-blown spoiler cast so if you want to I think I think we spoke for maybe half an hour about the film, so that should be out either now or in the next couple of days. Um, definitely watch the film before you listen to the to that spoiler cast. Um, but yeah, so I'll give you a quick like thirty second talk about it because obviously we we have another episode for it, and a lot, a lot of people might uh, might not have seen it yet. But yeah, like I, I was quite surprised. I you know when you think video game film. You kind of think, eh, don't be pretty shit. Um, but it, it was actually surprisingly good. Ash has given it a seven point five, uh, and I would put I would personally give it a seven. So it's definitely yeah. There's a few. There's a couple of things that um, may not sit well with fans. Uh, there's you know, there's a couple of quirky things they've done with the story to make it sort of more more of a film. They've removed all the um, violence. Or, yeah, well, they're just sort of, yeah, they've changed sort of a big part of what Mortal Kombat is. But oh. I, I, I thought the film ex- did it in a way that made sense. So, um, yeah. I'm all nervous way. all of a sudden as to what this big change is. Oh, it's not, sorry, it's not, uh, it's, I don't want to spoil it. So, no, leave it at um, that. Leave him, leave him sweating. Yeah, leave him hanging. But, um, yeah, 
I think you'll understand what I mean when you watch the yeah. film. Uh, it's in regards to the story, by the way, yep. and how cool. the film is uh, plays out. But yeah, no, good. 7 out of 10 from me. That uh, should be out now in cinemas, I believe. Yeah, this comes out Friday, so it'll, it'll be out now. Uh, we've got an interview with director Simon McCoyd, Mc, McCoyd, I think that's his name, and one of the producers. Uh, Ash hopefully has that up on YouTube by now. Um, so check that out. Uh, he may or may not be cosplaying during the the interview. Can't confirm that. Uh, but yeah, film's pretty good. You guys going to go see that? Uh, I'm booked in time of recording. We'll be going and seeing it tomorrow night. So I'm keen nice. as been. Are you going with Ash? Uh, yes, yeah. Ash will be there for sure. Yeah. He's keen on seeing it on the big screen, which I feel like is fair enough. They didn't yeah, need to organize sure. anything because Ash is going to be at every screening. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Ash is actually he's gonna like um, break down the like the real how they, they uh, play f- films now he's just gonna live live act it out and he's uh, cosplay I'd, I'd go and watch it and, I would 150% yeah. watch that for sure a one man one man more combat stage show <laughs> <laughs> the fight scenes would be good be uh, Kieran are you gonna get to see it uh, I'm not in any hurry I'll probably wait till nah. it comes to uh, video on demand. DVD. VHS. Um, yeah. <laughs> did um, I think Zach, the Zach for well played. He's he's keen to see it. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's all booked in. He's frothing. I think he's doing yeah, the yeah. um. I think he's doing the Wednesday night like midnight screening or whatever. Oh really? Nice. Okay. Yeah. Hope the uh, hope hope you all enjoy it. Um. Yeah. I mean, I think. Well, yeah. Ash sort of explains it himself in the podcast because he's definitely the biggest Mortal Kombat fan that I know but you know I'm not a massive fan like I do quite like, like the games Glaw's interesting but yeah like there's some things that you just gotta accept that it's it's a movie so yeah it's an adaptation um, things have to have to change to, to fit into into that yeah. medium so fair enough you know let us know what you think of the film I don't know how I just I don't know say it out loud and maybe we'll hear it I don't know Anyway, let's move on to probably the biggest uh, thing this week is our pledges. I did think about pushing them for another week because Jordan's not here, but sorry, mate, snooze you So the way the pledges work is that uh, we, all of us, all, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Participating members of Well Played, they all choose games from their backlog that they aim to complete by the time uh, the last episode of the podcast uh, in a calendar year um, goes out so it'll be like mid-December uh, the amount of games that you pledge is based on your own uh, ability to judge how much you can fit in but it has to be a challenge so you can't do like three walking simulators for example that'll take you two days to finish it it's, it's, there's got to be an element of challenge there but you still have to do it uh, to a level that is achievable um, and then we also uh, do punishments. So everyone who's involved is given the name of someone else who, who's involved and they have to pick a, a punishment game um, for those that didn't complete their pledges. Now, Kieran and I have, uh, we're in the hall of shame here because we've, uh, the two years that this has been running so far, we've both failed. So we've got the, the pledges. Um, so yeah, sorry, the punishments. I've got uh, Elix and 
What's that game I got, Adam? What's the one you gave him? Shining Resonance. Refrain. Okay. Sorry, I should give it its full name. It deserves that. Deserves its full name. Can't wait. And Kieran, you got Agony. And what? What's the second one? I always forget what the second is one it, is. Is it Past Cure? Oh, no. Um, uh, Gene Rain. Yeah, it's Agony Gene and Gene Rain. Rain. Right. You forget because you're so excited. I get that. That happens. Um, anyway, there'll be a full list of who has what um, Yeah, on the website, possibly. Uh, if not, tweet at us, DM us, whatever. Send us an email and I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> the other thing I was going to say is that the punishments carry over. So uh, both Karen and I have to finish our punishment games uh, as well as our pledge games this year in order to complete our pledges. So if we just go ahead and complete the pledge games, that doesn't count. You have to actually finish the punishments before... Fucking um, bullshit. ...to be <laughs> completed. All right, so let's get into it. I'll quickly go to the list. So, Adam, what was your question? Because I saw it pop up. Adam says that he thought we were sticking to the 200 well, plus so, Well, I mean, it's, it's based on... So this is where I'm going to give you my pledges because I've failed miserably uh, both years. If it's, it's one game, we're going to reject it just so we're definitely not. It's definitely not one game, so don't worry. But it's I want it to be – I want this uh, segment to be fun and it's getting to the point where maybe it's not fun. Um, I'll uh, just quickly alter my list then. No, no, no. So, well, it's based on your own – time so you know i mean we've all got things on um but i find very little time outside of review games to play games at the moment so my list has been based on that however many hours that is like there's still a fair amount of hours there but um yeah so someone like jordan who somehow finds fifty thousand hours a week to play final fantasy or whatever um, i can't find two hours to be on a podcast that's it. <laughs> so, yeah, so the way that works is we'll give our, our pledge games and then we will decide uh, as a council whether that is acceptable uh, for that person. All right. I'll quickly... So, looking at the list here, we'll kick it off with Kieran Stockton. Let me just go to his email for his pledges and punishments. So he okay. So Kieran has a theme. He loves he loves his themes. Oh, I I think I know what Kieran's are. Actually. Yeah, you do. I think yeah. Uh, so last year Kieran pledged to finish a whole bunch of uh, Final Fantasy games, and I think a Plague Tale. Um, mm. Anyway, but this year he's gone with just a boatload of um, Yakuza games. So he's got Yakuza Zero, Yakuza Kiwami, Kiwami. Yakuza... Yakuza Big Whammy, gotcha. Yakuza Kiwami, Kiwami. <laughs> what even is the name of that game? Kiwami. Oh, Kiwami. Uh, Yakuza 3, Yakuza 4, 5, um, and Yakuza 6, The Song of Life. So, Kieran, how many hours is that roughly all up? If if he rushes, like if he doesn't do any of the side content, that's about 200 hours. Yeah, okay. Conservatively. So for, like it's... I'd, for, yeah. For KS, he doesn't do a lot of reviews, and he, you know, he he does the bulk of our editing because he's a champion. 
But outside of that, he, you know, he's got a lot. He's got a lot of free time to do to game. Um, so I feel like that's a that's a fair and that's a good challenge. Like, like I feel like that's a fairly good uh, good challenge for him. So I'm more than okay to give that the tick. Yeah, look, it sounds fair. Uh, now his punishment. He got to pick the punishment game for UKV. Yep. <laughs> he hasn't told you. No. Nice. You have to play through the sanity of Morris twice to get both endings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which is only about eight hours. I'm going to <laughs> hold off on my opinion of that until a little bit later. Um, oh, no. Oh, no. So that, so just for, for reference, that's the game that Karen Stockton rated a 2 out of 10 and that I had to talk him up Jesus. a tiny bit to get, it, to get it from all one. Wow. Um, yeah, the reviews aren't pretty. So um, that's his punishment <laughs> for, you, for you. But but see, and in, and in good sport, you know, it's only eight hours. So yeah. you, you haven't knocked out too hard. You, know, you, you haven't been given a 50-hour fucking RPG yeah. <laughs> to play. All right. Uh, Eleanor. Let's go with Eleanor next. She did send them to me. So this is what she sent to me. Uh, Ori in the Blind Forest, definitive edition. Ori in the Will of the Wisps, Summer in Mara, Mara, Sparklight, Monster Sanctuary, C- Cadence of... Oh, no. I've got to say this name again. Cadence, Cadence of Hyrule. <laughs> Hyrule. Uh, plus DLC. Bradley yeah. Default 2. Oof. Nino, Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch. Hural? Hural Warriors? Say so it again. You literally just said it. I know, I forgot. Hyrule Warriors, champ. You got Hyrule this. Warriors. <laughs> Hyrule oh. Warriors, Age of Calamity. He, uh, sorry, she has said that's quoted about two hundred and three hours. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's, that's a pretty fair shout, I reckon. That's a that's and a again, like, big I, I feel like I feel like she she uh, does have a lot of, not a lot of free time, but does does cram in a lot of gaming. Um, and she's picked Jordan's punishment, which is to get the true ending in Ghost and Goblins, Nez. So mm, that's. That's a bit sadistic. So that's uh, that's there for you. Good thing Jordan's a basement dwelling nerd and will finish his games. Mate, he'll do here. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, who else we got? Oh, I can go through Ash. So Ash has sent me his pledges. Where are we? Ash Whaling. So he's got uh, Sackboy, a big adventure. Nice. The Last of Us Part Two. Yep. Ghost of Tsushima. So Ash has just got a PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shadow of Mordor plus Shadow of War. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man Eater, which I previously 100%ed, I will also 100% the incoming DLC. So he's. Are we. Did you replay it? It's not a backlog game. No, I think he's just saying he's doing the DLC. I mean, I can see where he's coming from. Maybe if he wants to play through the game again. To then play the DLC, I can kind of understand, maybe. Are we giving that one a tick? Because leave, it, leave it to Ash to Ash throw is, out this sketchy shit. Ash has got so a kid I, and stuff. I think that's a fair amount of games yeah, for him. Ash, I think Ash failed last year as well. In fact, I think he failed quite miserably as well. Um, so I'm yeah, I'm giving that one the tick. His punishment game is actually for Eleanor, and it is is it to 100% Man Eater on Switch? Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, yeah. Uh, he, just for those 
uh, playing at home. He was in the he was in the uh, pre potty chat. So yeah, Eleanor, you got a hundred percent man eater on Nintendo Switch. Enjoy that. Uh, mm. All right, as I sent me his as well. Let me just quickly find Mr. Hudson. Okay, okay, his is actually quite low. He said his. All right, so this is going to be this will be our first test, I reckon. I also. All right, so. <clears throat> Azex pledging to complete Soul, uh, Legacy of Cain, Soul Reaver, Pokemon Pinball, Metal Gear Solid 2, Sons of Liberty, and Legacy of Cain, Soul Reaver 2. Four no. games. And one of them's Pinball. One of them's, yeah, Pinball. <laughs> we are we knocking that one back. He needs another Sorry, game. Azza. I reckon, yep. Chuck, it needs at least one more in there, I think. Needs at least... Can we say now that Lisa needs another 15 hour? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I reckon that's probably he, fair. He's quoted it at about 50 hours. Yeah, that's... Oh, my God. I just read The Punishment, which is, for me, I fucking hate Azza. Um, <laughs> another 50 hours for him. This could be worse. So, my punishment from Azza is to beat Abe's Exodus... Rescuing all three hundred Madokans without quick saves. Oh. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to step in on that and say that's 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 harsh. Is that that's too harsh? That's too uh, harsh, <laughs> especially given how much he's putting into it. All right, we'll uh, we won't rubber stamp as is yet. We'll have to uh, we'll come back to that. But that sounds fucked. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm quitting my job to finish all my pledges. <laughs> um, all right, just trying to find. So, new boy Nathan Hennessy. He's done a couple reviews. Actually, sorry, he's doing one at the moment for Shadow Man Remaster, which should be out pretty soon. Okay, so he's got. Uh, to be fair, I get I gave Nathan a pretty quick, flimsy rundown of the way it works. So his might not be. Uh, We'll have to see. But he's got Catherine Fullbody, mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts, uh, Birth by Sleep Final Mix. I'm mm-hmm. not sure if that's a whole Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah. It's gone to a, a second line here, so I'm not sure. Okay, cool. Uh, Borderlands 3 plus DLC. Ooh. Silent Hill 3. Okay. And Deadly Deadly Premonition 2. That's pretty That's, that's pretty big. Yeah. That's, that's fair. Okay, cool. Nice. Now, he got... Uh, Azza for punishment, and he's gone with the. Now I don't know this. I could fuck this up. He's gone the X X three remake. Oh, the thirteen remake. remake. Thirteen. It, it, yeah. It is thirteen. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, thirteen remake nice. for Azza. It's I'm short, a, but I'm it's a stinker for someone. Yeah. Right. Uh, who else we got left? That's not here. Jordan. All right. So Jordan is he actually sent through his to me before? So thank God for that. His pledges is to Hollow Knight 112% completion. Uh-huh. I don't know what, exactly what that means, but sure. Uh, Spyro Reignited Trilogy. Yep. Near Replicant, blah, 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 blah. Yep. Uh, Bug Snacks. Okay. Horizon Zero Dawn, Frozen Wilds. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and that's it. All right. He has to... I mean, I know he will anyway, but he has to get all the endings in Near Replicant, and then I'm happy with that list. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Fair right. shout. Right. Fair. Cool. We'll put that to him. Uh, and his punishment game is for Nathan, and uh, he has chosen Dawn of Fear. 
which I don't even know what that is. Probably shit. The fact that we don't know probably <laughs> speaks volumes, doesn't it? <laughs> Let's have a quick look. Have like, a quick Google. Oh, that is a stinking Metacritic score of 33%. Love that. Um, its high score is 64. Oh, it also just looks dreadful too, doesn't it? That's terrible. Unlucky oh, no. there, Nathan. Get Nathan playing, boy. Nathan. All right, us three. Now, I got Kieran Stockton as a, as a punishment. As a, Sorry, Adam, you got... Who did you get? Mr. Whaling. You got Whaling. And Kieran, you got you got Adam. I sure did. Ooh. You'd be nice now. <laughs> Tasty. All right. Uh, who, Kieran, do you want to kick us off? All right. Let me let me start. Now, just as I start to read these, please don't make your judgment about the worthiness of my list until I finish the list, okay? <laughs> you know it's going to be good when there's a prelude to the <laughs> list. <laughs> All right. So, I'm pledging to finish Roki. Good. Old Man's Journey. No little idea. indie yep. game. Call of the Ooh. Sea. Yeah. Carto. Minute, Olia, Anodyne 2, Crossing Souls, Desert Child, Raji, Umurangi Generation, The Falconeer, Going Under, Outer Wilds, Kentucky Route Zero, Disco Elysium, Hyperlight Drifter, Observation, Return of the Obra Dinn, The Last Campfire, and The Sojourn. Motherfucker's gone for a whole humble bundle. That's, um... 200 hours worth of indie games. That's fantastic. I love it. And it's 21 games, which is a nice number for the year. Yeah. I reckon... I, uh, I love it. I reckon you can do it. Thank you. But you still got to play... Aggie yep. And Gene Ray. I'm surprised mm, that you didn't yep. pledge um, Sydney City again. No. Oh, Fuck that. All right, what are you... Uh, now I'm putting a Adam screen with... cap in the fucking general chat <laughs> in Discord so that you know that I am not making this shit up. Is this the punishment? Yes. Get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's oh. good. So uh, Adam has to play through both endings of Sanity of Mars. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Thanks, KV. That's no worries. It's the Kieran's dishing out sanity of Morris. Yeah. Double oh, double right. dish of Kieran. Fucking hell. Adam, what do you got? I've read his review too. It just sounds so trash, mate. I've uh, I've got a couple of double ups from from last year's pledge, but we've got a couple of new ones as well. Uh, last of Us Part Two. I'm dedicating myself to finish. That's going to be top of the list. Days Gone, uh, Aftermath, Ooh, yeah. the Mortal Kombat 11 DLC. That's only about three hours, but I just chucked it in there to give me a little bit of motivation to play it. The Sinking City, Zach, it is on a pledge. Don't stress, mate. How, how good is this? She's in there. Uh, Time Split is Future Perfect for some oldie but a goodie uh, good times. Horizon Zero Dawn Complete, so that's the, the base game as well as Frozen Wilds. Or Frozen. Yeah, Frozen Wilds. And I think I've fucked myself a little bit at the end here, but Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which clocks in at about 40 hours. I, I'm i not... Conservatively, yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not massively keen on, on that, but 
yeah, I want to go back and play it after loving Valhalla so much. I want to, I want to go back and play Odyssey, but we'll see how that goes. It roughly is about 170 hours. Okay. Keeping in mind, I literally only played The Witcher 3 from last year. Hmm. Yeah. Okay with that. Cool. Um, oh. I've decided to be reasonably kind to Ash and give him a game that maybe he will enjoy in Generation Zero. Is that a single-player game? Yep. You can, can play be, it multiplayer, yeah. but you don't have to. Oh. It's it's re- it's it's semi kind. It's shit, but Karen, not completely shit. Didn't Karen shit on it? I did. Forty. Yeah. Good. Love that. All right. So yes, here is my list. Mm-hmm. Ghost of Tsushima. Yep. Devil May Cry Five. Okay. Nice. Control, which I pledged last year, mm-hmm. failed. I'm going to finish Dishonored 2. <laughs> Bullshit. We know I'm it's out. not going to happen. Death Stranding. And Old Gods Rising. I think that's what it's called. Actually, I'm going to just double check that. I got that, got that name right. Yeah, Old Gods Rising. It's a horror game I bought on Steam a while back. So I don't know how many hours that comes in at. That's That's substantial. It's chunky, yeah. Is it? Yeah, you got some beefy boys in there. How long is Death Stranding? 50 plus, easy. Yeah. 50 hours? She's long. She's real long. I thought it was like 20. Nah. nah. <laughs> no way, mate. Not a chance. Okay. Can I pull out of nah. Death Stranding? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you subbing in? Yeah, to replace it can with I, what? Can I replace it? Can I finish Red Dead Redemption 2? How far through are you? Not far. I'm at the second camp. It's probably that another helps. 50 hours. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you've you've not made it that much better for yourself. So sure, mate, you go right ahead. Yeah. All right, but we're okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Good luck. How many hours? Is, so what, what are we thinking total? What 30 for Ghost? You could I've, probably. I've way I've I've way underestimated. Mm-hmm. I? I've fucked up. You could shave. You could smash through ghost if you ignore side content. So you could you could. Like if you don't want to have through fun. that pretty quickly. Yeah. All right. So if we if we if we want the real ghost of Tsushima, are we talking fifty? Yeah. Oh fuck it. You can't have my. Yeah. What's next? I didn't so even you got you got ghost. What's after that? Devil May Cry five. Yeah. Fifteen, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Control. Yeah, that's okay. another 15-ish. So there's... And then... Dishonored. Dishonored, which... Fuck knows how long I've got left in that. I don't go in there like I'm up to anymore. Maybe like another, let's say, 10. Yeah. Yeah. But I play that game so fucking slow. I reckon I'm probably 30 hours of, yeah. of that too. And then Red Dead. Then Red Dead. Okay, no, I, I'm... That sounds oh, good. Oh, and Old Gods Rising, which is about, uh, let's say it's 10 hours. Yeah. It's probably like five. But yeah, I'm, right. I'm happy with it. Yeah. Plus, I've got a 50-hour fucking RPG. Yeah, yeah. If, with, without a line. Shining fucking resonance of dick holes or whatever it is. Yeah, it's it's not good. You can probably look another 30 on that. Why would you do that to me? Why is it, like, why do I get the <laughs> shitty Sandy Morris game? <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, so my punishment... I'm actually going to give Kieran a choice. 
He's got one or one, one, one or the other. I was I, I originally I was gonna I was gonna be like, no, you have to platinum it, but I was like, nah, that's actually too hard on too hard on a bloke who like never platinum anything. Either has to play through Homefront Revolution, <laughs> or Sniper Ghost Warrior through. So, yeah, cool. At least if hate. at least if he gets Homefront, he can play Time Splitters. <laughs> He'll hate both those options, I can tell you that much. I've been trying to get him to play home front for ages, for years. And he love just, that. He won't play it. So You've dogged him. It, I love it. It's up to him. Nice one. All right, let's, uh, yeah, we'll have a full post up going up on the website uh, in the week, next week or so about that. But let's go to the news. Uh, Adam, there's some Apex stuff you want to talk about. There is, yes. Um, they just chucked up the stories from the Outlands new trailer, uh, which introduces Valkyrie, who will be the new legend for Season 9, uh, as well as a new map, which has been announced as uh, Olympus, but it's being changed and it's got roots popping up everywhere and it's had it's a little bit worse for wear. Uh, and they're introducing a bow as a, a new weapon to the loot pool. Uh, which I'm sure I'll get killed by from, you know, three four hundred meters away, which should be fun. Uh, but no, the new the new uh, stories from the Outlands trailer is very very cool and worth checking out. And it looks like they're weaving in a lot of Titanfall content into this new season, uh, which is something that fans are, are always asking for. Uh, and on top of that, they announced Apex Mobile, which I am not super excited for but i'm sure some people will get around um it's going to have all touch controls which you would assume for a, a mobile title and it's getting a an alpha test in a few selected regions not australia unfortunately um but yeah that should be coming later this year last one uh we've got some sony news as well there's a new returnal trailer that shows off some is it new enemies or uh, enemies. it's enemies that we've seen but not really had highlighted because all of the other trailers and uh, and walkthroughs just kind of have them at a glance but it kind of delves into it a little bit more and gives you some some context and they look spooky as shit uh so the the psychological horror element of the game is definitely a little bit more in the forefront in this one nice uh adam you're big time frothing it is he does this make you froth even harder? Will uh, the froth is at an all-time high, mate. Oh, nice. Can't can't froth any harder. Kieran, you uh, you rate the new trailer? I haven't watched it, unfortunately. Um, I'm at like I'm at the point where it's this close to release now that I'm just gonna skip over any trailers or uh, media or anything like that and just get stuck into it. Uh, all right. Sony have also announced a release date for Days Gone on PC. It'll be May 18, uh, and it is supporting ultra-wide monitors, uh, unlocked frame rates, uh, and will have improved graphics uh, with increased level of detail, graphical customization, and a super-resolution photo mode. Uh, that was from... Um, Big old Shans at Press Start, so shout out to that for that little news bit there. Uh, Who knows, if people buy it at full price, maybe they'll make a sequel. Yeah, that was actually 
I was going to say we should. What, what do you think about that? Let's just get put on like a little, little sidebar. I reckon get fucked. Hey, <sighs> how do you buy a game at full price after you know you like it? Or how do you know that you like a game before you buy it at full price? Yeah, and B, yeah. a mess of a comment. B, like, I'm, I would understand that sentiment if it was a game that people actually did like. Right. I think the I think maybe he's saying if you like the game, be like Zach and buy every available edition <laughs> of it. I get the idea of what he's saying. Yeah. Is it like yeah. a, you know, if people you know, if they had have made more money, then they would have been able to greenlight a sequel. Mm. The um, sentiment is there, I guess, but it's just not. It's just the, the arrogance well. of saying it in that we... way and assuming that people liked his game in the first place enough to have bought it at full price, which most people do. We actually know the context of that comment. Though. This is what I don't like about when people make headlines based on comments, Co- on comments, comments, on comments. Um, comments. I don't like them. Is that? <laughs> yeah. Like, do we know if that's? Yeah, like so. Without context, like you know, it's maybe internet, it, it, was, it was it was said in a less dick way, perhaps. Um, but it does come across a bit, yeah. Like, as you said, like the sentiments there, but the delivery probably not so much. Um, and yeah, like you're right. Like, how do you know that you like a game until you play it? Kind of thing. It is like I can understand it would seeing headlines of oh yeah, Days Gone Two could have happened, but. Sony binned it and seeing all these headlines about this project that you wanted to make crop up all of a sudden mm. would bring back a lot of, of the, the jaded feelings that you probably have towards the topic. So I can see it being very much one of those off the cuff remarks that, yeah, you know, occasionally you say something and go, Oh yeah, I really came across as a dick. Then you can't, I mean, yeah. you can't, you can't retract that once, you know, media gets mm. a- attached to something and it, and it hits headlines that that's it. You can't, you can't retract it. I guess the other side of it is that, like, if your game had reviewed better, yeah, that's, it that's it. Price. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so. also it's also um it's one of those things where, uh, you know, in the I guess if the context was you know that he is actually very passionate about what he said, you know, putting the onus on players for Sony not greenlighting a sequel is also wrong. Yeah. Because yeah. whether or not the game did well commercially, Sony still has the power to continue the series. Mm. And who's to say they would have still said no, you know, even if it had done well commercially. Yeah. Um, I don't know if guilt tripping your consumer base is the, yeah. the wisest way of going about things. Well, as we uh as we're about to talk about, uh, people power can be a thing. What a segue. So, yeah. Oh you love so to say maybe it. <laughs> maybe if people uh, wherever their motorbikes are loud enough, Sony will will hear and green light a day's gone too. In the meantime, people have been very upset with Sony's decision to uh, remove the storefront for the PS3 and PS Vita games. But, but, the power of people. Uh, it is sticking around. Um, Adam, you, you wrote this news piece. I have not even read it. I've just read the headlines. Tell me about it. Uh, yes, my dad and yours, Jim Ryan, uh, put out a blog post on the PlayStation blog saying that, yes, you kicked up enough of a stink. Yes, it was a bad decision. No, we will not take down the PS3 and PS Vita stores and they will continue on. Um, there was a very uh, a very short comment saying, yeah, still fuck the PSP. That shit's gone. It's out of here. 
Um, but yeah, they more it more or less just read, we understand that you want this service to continue. There were enough of you that said that, so we are just we've changed our mind, done a one eighty, and we're not gonna turn the lights off. So simple as that, pretty much. Does anyone? I guess I guess it, yeah. Like, I guess if you put so like I the only game I can think of is I bought Rain on PS3. Mm. So in theory, if I don't have the game downloaded, it would I wouldn't be able to download it. Is no, you still you still would have been able to. You just wouldn't yeah, have been able to right. purchase it if it's you hadn't just, already. Yeah, just oh. new purchases. Which brings me to the question: and who's still buying shit on fucking PS3 stuff? Either apparently enough people or the perception is that there are enough people that do to, to keep it around. Mm. It's it's tricky. It's one of those situations that I'd love to know the percentage of the people who kicked up a stink, how many of them, now that the store is continuing, will actually use that service and mm. buy things from PS3 and PS Vita. I think Vita more I can understand. Um, yeah, I, I definitely feel like the Vita is probably the one that people Yeah, and because... More? especially at the start of its life cycle. Like there were a lot of exclusives um, that had cool little quirky gimmicks, not saying all of them were great, but they did have, you know, pretty experimental cool little games on there that you can't experience anywhere else. Um, obviously mm. some like Tearaway got ported elsewhere, um, but yeah, there are some that you just can't find anywhere else. And once they disappear digitally, you just won't be able to purchase them. So that would suck. But yeah, I don't know. Apparently enough people care. All right, moving on. Uh, Mario 8 Kart, I mean, Kart 8 is, you know, the best-selling racing game in US history, apparently. Yeah, how good. Um, Proves that Mario Kart 8 is the greatest racing game ever, clearly. Shout-outs to that. Uh, Amazon has cancelled its Lord of the Rings RPG, which I saw this headline and I was like, what? Didn't even know... They had a game in the works. I thought I knew they had a TV show, but I didn't realize they had an MMO coming out. Yeah, um, it was. They announced it, I think, back in 2019. It was a pretty unceremonious thing. Like, I don't think there was a mm. a giant hoopla. I think it would be one of those press statement situations that they kind of just mm. did the rounds and that's it. Um, but they were making it in partnership with Tencent or a Tencent owned company. Um, mm. And apparently just they couldn't come to an agreement and that that's all she wrote they're just in in the 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 pre-production stages of things they just yeah couldn't shake hands so it didn't happen there you go uh resident village is some they had a showcase last week which we which we spoke about uh the time demo which we've already sort of mentioned there is one coming this weekend which is the castle um if you do have a us account you probably will be able to play that on the sunday afternoon so do consider that an option you don't need ps plus or anything like that to download it so that's that's good uh but it, probably the coolest thing i think from that showcase was the the announcement that mercenaries is coming back uh, i used to love playing mercenaries mode in um resident Evil 4 so i'm i'm very excited to the to play this in in village um if you don't know what it is it's just a, it's a quick little arcade mode where you uh have a have a timer and you have to basically reach a certain you know, have to reach the end of the level by the end of the timer um and just kill a shitload of fucking enemies um so yeah i'm keen uh, you'll be able to buy shit from the duke in that as well uh there was another bit of info from resident village showcase but 
I've completely forgotten what it was. So shout outs to that. Uh, let's go to off topics. Uh, Re- Resident Evil 4 VR as well. Oh, yes, sorry. That's two. what it was. Yes. Uh, but it's coming to Oculus, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, the Quest yeah. 2. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, is that something, so be, provided that you had a Quest 2, Zach, is that something you could get around, do you reckon? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd play it. Like, I'm, you know, it's my second favorite game of all time, so I reckon I'd give it a spin. Huge. Uh, yeah. Cool. All right, off topics. Anyone got anything? I got pretty much nothing for you. Yeah, not a not a whole heap. Um, I played nine holes of golf recently, and my body is is not a fan of that. It turns out um, that is a, a sentence I've never thought I'd hear you say. Yeah, it was it was one of those things that a, a couple mates and myself went to the driving range, a local driving range, like a few months ago. Then we went once more, and then we were like, "Oh, look, I reckon you know we're we're." getting okay at this driving business i don't reckon the the whole game's that much harder turns out it's a fuckload harder than just smacking a ball at nothing but signs telling you how far you've hit it um so the game of golf if anyone was unaware is uh is trickier than it looks but it is good fun so there you go apart from that you, fuck all. you got anything i have nothing honestly Very fair well then let's uh let's call it a day shall we that was Shell. Shell. Thank you for once again listening to the very end of this Well Played DLC podcast. If you want to check out previews, interviews, reviews, whatever else we've uh, been talking about, hopefully have a listen to the first VHS cast. Uh, you can go to www.well-played.com.au. Uh, like, share, subscribe, leave a review, tweet. Don't know, post on LinkedIn or something. Enjoy it. Uh, thank you for listening and have a good week. Bye. See ya.